tell you, man, if 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 we if we as an industry are in the news, it's it's not good for us. I mean, not good at no. all. <laughs> no, they're not going to be okay. Uh, hold on one second, because. Uh, Welcome everybody. This is It's Covered, the insurance podcast, because if you think insurance is boring, you are not doing it right. I am Paul and I'm joined by Mel. Mel, how's it going, man? It's going great. How are you? Doing pretty good. So yeah, we were, we're just discussing this article that, uh, this actually, this is actually from, uh, from a couple of weeks ago. Actually, about three weeks ago, um, and and it, it it does seem like I, every time insurance in general makes the news, it's not it's not usually about how you know how this awesome you know insurance policy that was just sold you just rebuilt your entire house for you or anything like that. I mean, we we've all had those claims, but that's you know uh, I I certainly haven't made the news because of that. Uh, Mel, I'm pretty sure you haven't either. No, not at all. Yeah, no. If it's uh, flattering to insurance, it's our own commercials. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, but we do want to thank you for coming back. This is episode number two, which means that we, Mel, Mel overnight, overnight, this is how good we are. We <laughs> have doubled the number of episodes of this covered overnight. <laughs> that's too good that's not bad that's not bad I don't, I don't think we'll be able to do that again <laughs> but uh but yeah thank you for our our loyal listeners because we know that you are already loyal that you have already seen the vision of this that that you know we we are here we are here to to watch after each other to make sure that that we all get better at this job together that we that we work hard to protect our customers to serve our neighbors by making sure that they are protected against the worst that's going to happen and so you've already seen it and you are here you are here for week two but you're already here for the long haul and i want to thank you for coming back for our new listeners i want you to go back in our archives because there's a lot of good <laughs> There's a lot of good content there. We had like a like a like a you know 30 second episode zero uh, that was just just you know joke that we that we did and then and then episode one. So this is like a really deep archive, right? And, <laughs> and so it'll take you it'll take you very little time to catch up. Uh, but and uh, you do want to catch up, right? Yes. It, no, no, no. I mean, if you don't catch up now, you're never going to. You know. True. Because I mean, if you if you keep going and you're at episode 100, you know, are are you really going to jump back and it's like, oh, I forgot episode one? So take the opportunity now, uh, just jump in head first and come along this this ride with us. But uh, we we got this article. It's actually from January 18th of this year from uh WLWT that is uh an outlet out of Cincinnati uh being not in Cincinnati I know nothing about them the article is written by Megan Mitchell and uh, I let's give a kind of a once over of this what's what's going on here so this lady 3 years ago 3 years ago keep this in mind 3 years ago hits a pothole and she's confused 
about why her rates went up, why this was considered an at-fault accident against her. You know, my, my first question, even before we get into the article, all right, my first question is what kind of slow news day was it that you're reporting about claims that happened three years ago? <laughs> right? I, I mean, and secondly, and this, and this is why, and this is one of the reasons I, you know, I, I, we want to discuss this is why is she still confused three years later? All right. Now, now we, we have actually a real danger here because some either either this lady is just is just not paying attention or no one is actually walking through this with her to explain what happened. But but let's get into the article a little bit. So, all right. Starts off. This is this is not me. This is not me making commentary. This is what this is how this news article starts. It may not be your fault, but you could be paying for it for years. Damage to your car from potholes is costing drivers money out of their own wallets in an unexpected way. Now, I know our audience, you know, you know, and I, and I know there's a, there's there's some uh, there's some new agents, new adjusters here, but very few of us think that this is going to be unexpected. Let me, I'm just, you know, the spoilers. This is a spoiler. <laughs> but but we're all expecting what's happening next, right? Um, all right. So this is a quote from from this uh, from this lady who who had the claim, Sharon Walker. But I'm angry, you know. As an individual, an everyday woman, I shouldn't have to be paying this much for insurance. Walker is a single foster mother living in Roselawn. She slammed into a pothole that did twelve hundred dollars in damage to her car. This is the first. This is the first good thing that the article said. She slammed into a pothole for the first time. For the first time, we actually have an admission of what actually happened here, right? Right. You know, before it was, uh, before it was damage to your car from potholes, like you know, like the potholes were sneaking up on you at night and and you know and fiddling with the wires underneath, right? Because the damage was so expensive, Walker reported to her insurance, covered the cost after her deductible. The company then raised her rates because pothole damage got reported as a collision. And this is Walker's quote. And I've never ha- I've never had a car wreck voluntarily me hitting someone else. Never had one. And and this is this is where okay, this uh, and this is this is a print article, right? So I don't have I don't know what she was sounding like saying this, but this is what I'm imagining. I'm imagining her like starting the sentence and then realizing what she's saying and trying to backtrack it. So I'm I'm going to try to I'm going to try to reconstruct this, all right? I've never had a car wreck. You know, voluntarily. Uh me hitting, you know, someone else. You know, <laughs> It's like, it's like she's back, like, you know, like I've never had a car wreck and it like clearly she has, she just slammed into a pothole. Right. That's right. And so now, now we've got to add to the definition of, of, of a car wreck that should be charged voluntarily. Right. Like, like, you know, this is, this is like me driving down the road. I wonder if I shall have a car wreck today. Hmm. It seemed a good day for it. Let me slam into this, this person, you know, (laughs) 
Mo, you know, most of the, these car wrecks they happen because of negligence, but they're they're not like like what we would call voluntary. It we we mess up and then we get into a situation we can't get out of is what normally happens. Uh, those those crazy other drivers causing mischief, right? Yes. <laughs> and then and then she further clarifies what she means by an accident. Me hitting someone else. Mel. Yes. Is that the definition of a collision? Um, Voluntarily. No. Me hitting someone else. Not something. Someone else. That is, I guess, maybe Hollywood's definition of when they're making a movie and they say, we need a collision here. Well, yeah. The first that- thing you think of is, uh, you know, two cars at very high speed crashing into each other right yeah yeah unless it's like the island which they're just pushing you know giant concrete blocks off the back of a truck and having people smash into them which was a really great scene by the way (laughs) Uh, but but yeah so i mean uh, and 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 look, I mean, the, 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 the listeners to this show, I, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some people out there that just, that just really like the sound of my voice. And you're not insurance professionals, but, but maybe, you know, you, you just, you really like this stuff. I, I get it. I mean, if I, if I had to leave insurance tomorrow, I'd probably listen to myself as well. But, but, um, you know, most of us are insurance professionals. We, we know what's going on here. Um, Yes, you can cause a collision with something that is not another person. You can cause a collision with a pole, with a house. You can with cause a collision with a tree. You can cause a collision even with the road. And 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 I don't I mean you know, uh, like I said, one of two things is going on with this with this per- with, with this case. Either this lady is just not listening to anyone, and people have tried to talk to her about this, or she really just doesn't know better. And and and, and it, look, it, we've been in claims. We've we've had plenty of cases of both things happening, right? I mean, well, I, I, I constantly had the kind of call, phone call. Well, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. I had one lady who, uh, when I was in claims, she, uh, like, she was getting flat out denied for some medical treatment. And, and the reason she was getting denied was very clear. She wasn't in the car. She was down the street. She just wanted to get, you know, to, to go to her shrink because of trauma, knowing that her car had been bumped in a parking lot. And so she was getting flat out denied. And every month she would call me and pretend like we hadn't spoken before and say, Paul, I just wanted to check on my medical claim. And I would have to calmly explain to her that we've already spoken and it was denied. (laughs) And so that may be what's going on here, right? Is that she's just not listening to reason. But it also could be the case that that no one is sitting down with her and explaining the way things are. And especially not the insurance agents that she probably called over those three years trying to switch from that company that she thinks did her wrong. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, um, well, I mean, look, we get those calls all the time, right? And, um, you know, it's like, well, I see you have an at-fault accident from last year. That wasn't my fault. 
that you know that was some you know that some some other problem and there's really nothing we can do we just tell them well your insurance company report, reported it at fault you know <laughs> but, exactly so um i you know okay so the main thing I, the main reason i wanted to bring this up is first of all first of all uh, oh, and, and, and I'm not going to read the entire article here, but, but, you know, it does go into the fact that this happened three years ago and her, the rate increase, the rate increase was 25 bucks a month like, that, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I, I was knowing what I know, I was expecting it to be more, but, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything, you know, ladies, a single mother, she might not be able to afford 20, the extra 25 bucks a month. She might have already been paying quite a bit of money for insurance. And this is just, you know, kind of making the situation worse. Uh, but, but the fact that this happened three years ago and they are reporting it, like this is a news story. And of course they I mean they they ended up calling it looks like they called the uh insurance board uh to to ask about it and there's some good there's actually some good information at the end of the article. I wish they'd put it uh, much further up, but there's some good information in the article. Um they the the news team did this did make an effort to do that, but they don't ever actually like do enough research to explain why, yes, you are at fault for slamming your car into a pothole. And and this is something very important for people to know. And this, this is what brings us to what we were just, we were talk, talking about it as we were coming into the show is that look, <laughs> the, the news, the news is going to run stuff that is going to be, be sensational. That is going to bring about outrage uh, that that's going to get emotions up. They're not going to run a story about how you, how you, you know, got a family, the, the life insurance policy. And, you know, a week, you know, a week later, a year later, a decade later, the, the guy dies and now the family can stay in their home. They're not going to do that story. Uh, you know, maybe if you have a small town paper or a neighborhood paper or something and they want to do a feel good story, that's not what they normally run. They're they're going they're going to try to to drum up you know drum up the emotions. I can't believe this evil insurance company would do that to that. And then, and so you have to get well into the article to realize, hey, this actually was three years ago, and the and you know and not like not like last month. And we're also not going to do enough research to be able to explain yeah no what the insurance company did was was dead on right it was it was they probably had a a series that they were doing of uh exposing the wrongdoings and ran out of stories <laughs> right. and kind of threw this in there right yes yeah you know they they went directly from you know the city manager who's been you know stealing millions of taxpayer dollars and i'm making i'm making all this up i don't i have no idea it'd be really ironic if that were actually happening in cincinnati right now i don't think it is i was making that up but be really hilarious if it did but yeah they they went directly from that and they're like hey you know we promised three parts to this um well, you know, I got this email three years ago from somebody. We could follow <laughs> up on that, and of course, this lady's still is still angry. But that, and that's not unusual. I mean, when we when we ask about accidents from like three years ago, people are still pissed. 
they're still pissed especially when they think that they're not at fault um but okay so let's get down to it here's the good advice that is actually not all that great but it's still better than the rest of the article uh, if the car itself is damaged, this last paragraph, last paragraph in the whole article, if the car itself is damaged, you can claim it under your collision coverage, but you should talk to your insurer about the total cost, including potential rate increases to see if it's worth it. That is fantastic advice. Mel, Mel. Yeah. What is going to happen if... And insured calls claims to inquire about whether she should or he should file a claim or not. Well, right after she or he says, ask that question, should they file a claim and they're calling in to check, the claims person is going to ask a series of questions um, about the claim. So I'm pretty sure that person on the other line is we'll give up that information just kind of uh thinking the other person is being nice and wants to to give an accurate right you know opinion (laughs) yes and uh, is asking questions about it yes but that's not the case no well yeah i mean they they might they might be concerned they might be nice but the next thing you're gonna hear is and here's your claim number right bingo that's it because the insurance company has an obligation to file a claim that they get notice of. And, 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 and look, and that's not the insurance company trying to be a jerk, right? That, I mean, that's the law. Yes. If, you, if they get notice of a claim, they got to file the claim. Now, you know, it might not be too late to get that, get that no claimed and, uh, you know, zero payout. And they might dodge some, some grief that way. But this is what, look, this is where the, this is where the agent uh, it, uh, comes in and look, and, and I know, and I know we're, we're going to, we're going to do episode two with some controversy, Mel. I know there's, uh, you know, several of you agents who have made the decision that, you know, that if you get notice of a claim that you are filing that claim, um, and that's the decision you got to make. And that's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that you're wrong, uh, on that. My my philosophy on this is that this is a question that the insured needs an answer to before they're committed to a claim. And and that's what I believe and that's what I'm going to give that that person. And so, you know, they and so, you know, somebody calls me, it's like, this is what happened. So if this lady calls calls one of us, this is what happened. Okay. This is going to be a collision claim, and this will be listed as an at-fault claim. Why is that fault? I hit a pothole. Right. You hit a pothole. And we as drivers have obligations to drive drive in such a way that we can dodge those type of things. It might be it might seem unreasonable, especially on certain roads. I've driven those roads. I know you have too. <laughs> but um but that that's the that's the expectation the obligation and so i leave it i leave it up to the customer if you wanted to file a claim i will help you with it i will support you in it if you want to get an estimate first to see what the cost will be but you know you will have uh this you know at at the end of the day at the end of the day you this is what's going to happen and so if if your company does not have any sort of you know uh accident forgiveness type of a thing 
this is what's going to happen. Or, you know, or yeah, we're going to use this kind of accident forgiveness, but now it's gone. Or we're going to use it and you're fine. Whatever, whatever the case may be, the customer needs to know these things. And so three years down the road, we don't get a sentence like, and I never had a car wreck voluntarily me hitting someone else. You know, if this was my customer, then she would know that she just had a car wreck. Now she might not want to admit it. And she might, she might, you know, say this, this same statement to the news person because she's pissed, but she's going to know. And, and that's what, I mean, and that, and that's what we, we as agents, we as insurance professionals should be doing. We need to be looking out for our customers. This is how we serve our neighbor. You know, this is, this is how we help them is by not, not telling them what they want to hear, not sit there like this, like this reporter and say, I can't, I, I can't believe they increased your rates, but no, we serve them by, by giving them their options telling them how we should expect each option to play out and the result of each option kind of at the end of the day. That's how we serve them. That's how we lend our expertise to someone. And I think that uh, that is something that claims is expecting from us because if they hear from the uh, customer that that was never explained to them, it's not claims it's job to explain it. Yeah. 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 I mean, there, there were many times that, uh, you know, as an, as an adjuster, I reached out to the, to the agent, just uh, kind of for support in that area that they were, you know, the, the customer was not listening, uh, and, and not understanding why this was at fault or, or something else or, or why they did not have, you know, this particular coverage or whatever it was. And I mean, the worst, the worst case scenario, the absolute worst case scenario is when the agent just blindly takes the insured side on everything, even when it's painfully obvious that, that it's not right. Because that, because that is, that's what turns pretty much any customer into this. For the next three years, that customer is going to be believing that they got totally screwed, you know, by, by claims, you know, and, you know, even the agent was on their side, but he couldn't do anything about it. And, and now this customer is a victim of, of everything that happened. And I, I tell you, it is long-term, long-term. You know what? That's an easier conversation to have with a customer. Yeah, you're right. Oh, oh, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they did that to you. That's an easier conversation to, to have. But how are you serving that customer? You know, you're not, you're just trying to get out. Of, you're just trying to get out of a rough conversation. How are you serving your neighbor there? And that, and that's our goal. Look, I mean, we're in an industry that provides an incredible service for people. And, 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 and like, you know, and like I'm going to say over and over again, my hope is that we all get exceedingly well paid for, 
providing that service. But that service is lending our expertise to help protect the customer. Not to be their drinking buddy. You know, you can, you can be the drinking buddy on the weekend, but when, when you are acting as an agent, then you are lending your expertise to help protect someone. That is something that we need to be taking to heart. That is something that we need to be actively concerned about when we're having conversations with people. That's exactly right. I mean, uh, the, the, it, we head into uh, insurance. The, the state um, puts us through a rigorous training uh, schedule with uh, making sure that we are licensed to uh, be professionals, to talk to the public and uh, protect them. Uh, to, you know, just like you, you explained. And, uh, when we get into, uh, uh, the, just the trap of day to day, um, salesmen and just want to sell the policy, um, and give them whatever they want just to get them to say, okay, I'll do it. Um, I mean, that's not what the, what the state uh, put in place for us being professionals to uh, help the customers and get them insurance. Yeah, man. I wish, I wish having that license meant that people knew what they were talking about. <laughs> but that is not always the case. Um, but, but, uh, but, but yeah, for sure. You know, that, that, that is a trust that, you know, that people are putting into it to us that, you know, they, they need these things so that if, if something happens, they are not going to be just utterly wiped out. And you passing that exam, you getting your license is, is, is first of all, it's, it's great. It's an incredible accomplishment. Now you are authorized to, to by the state to sell insurance or to adjust claims or whatever, whatever, whatever role you're taking in this process. And people trust that whether they should or not with you, you know, they, they, they don't, uh, half the time they don't know you from Adam, but they trust that. So don't betray their trust. I'd say as important as our media is as important as having a free press is, Writing stories about a three-year-old claim just to rile up emotions, to get people upset and outraged. This isn't somebody, this isn't somebody who's serving their neighbor. This isn't somebody, honestly, that we should be putting our trust in. And, uh, you know, those of you in Cincinnati uh, who, who know this reporter better, maybe, Maybe uh, write in and what is our email? Oh, okay, it's covered podcast at gmail.com. Please write in and tell me that no, she's awesome. She's just having a bad day. She just exposed the city manager for, uh, you know, stealing millions and blowing it on cocaine. I just added that part to the story. None of that is actually true at all. Uh, but it did sound more interesting. It, yeah, no, no, no. Um, cocaine and hookers, man. Uh, that's a crowd. It, absolutely. That that would be an interesting story. I I'm gonna get a call from the city manager. I know it. <laughs> I think I have a story like that. 
about a city save manager? It for, we'll save it for another time. <laughs> Tune in next week. We're probably not <laughs> going to tell that story next week, but oh goodness, what was okay? What was this? Okay. You have you are in position. You are in position wherever you are. Whether you're 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 uh, you're an agent, you're a customer service rep in an agency, you're an adjuster, whatever you're doing in this industry, you have an opportunity to today. Unless you're off today, but obviously we'll deal with tomorrow. <laughs> but today, you have an opportunity to serve your neighbor, to protect your neighbor, and to get paid well for it, which is great. You know, I mean, there's there's so few industries where I, I mean, seriously, with with 24 hour, have you checked out what goes on on the 24 hour? A day news channels they're constantly putting out fluff like this you have you are in an industry where you are able on a daily basis to protect people from losing everything so do it so go out there and do it to the best of your ability these people are putting their trust in you make sure that you are trustworthy Make sure that when somebody comes to you and is asking if it's worthwhile to file a claim, um, that you're pointing them in good directions. You know, what, whatever you decided, your answer is going to be in that moment, uh, based on your conscience, whatever it is, do it. Make sure that you are helping protect your customer. When they come to you and it's like, why in the world did I get this rate increase? Don't blow them off. You know, you're you're there to help them understand this. Make sure they understand it so that if they do run to the news media, they've had it explained to them. They just don't like it. And that's going to happen sometimes, uh, unfortunately, uh, that we're, you know, we're also here to give out unpleasant news at times. Hopefully not too often, though. We got anything else to cover? I think that's about it. Y'all come check us out at itscovered.net. That's our website. Itscovered.net. You can also reach us email itscoveredpodcast at gmail.com. But if you go to our website, you can get a free ebook. We are committed to, to standing with you to help make all of us better at our jobs, better insurance professionals better able to serve the public in, in this, in this profession. And in that vein, uh, I did write an ebook that I want you to have for free. Go to itscovered.net and you will find it there. It is six insurance claims pitfalls. And, uh, you know, surprisingly enough to, to a lot of agents, when it comes to problems with claims, there's actually a lot that the agent can do to help solve those to help fix them and to make sure the customer is satisfied during during the claims process which is that that's the that's the point i mean that that is you know before that point what we're selling is peace of mind that's all we're selling or or you know the insurance card so they can get their car registered but (laughs) we're selling peace of mind until that moment and then we've been making them promises for days weeks months or years and that's when they come come to pass. And you don't want that ruined because the person can't get a hold of an adjuster. So 
That ebook is going to help you along the way. I do hope that you will check it out. We will see you next week with episode three, where we will increase the number of episodes by 50% overnight. There you go. See you next week. <laughs>